Go to audible.com for your free audiobook download. You know, Scott. Yes, Randy Orton? I think that's I, I sorry, I waited for you to say more. I'm I'm a, such a keen listener because I love Audible so much, so I'm 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 keen to listen. Wait a minute. Audible makes you a good listener. Listener? Li- yeah. No, uh, Randy Orton, Audible makes me a great listener. Scott, I <laughs> love listening. Do you? you I <laughs> love listening. You listen I <laughs> love sound you tend to listen a lot while you speak i love well randy the great part is you can get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network i <laughs> love it well good because it's free you get a free audiobook so there's over a hundred thousand titles to choose from over uh-oh uh <laughs> Uh, don't don't number all. Dr- d- <laughs> fast. Yeah, yep. Hundred thousand. I yep. Oh, love it. That's great. You can listen to them on the road with all your buddies. You can listen to it on your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or your MP3 player. Thanks, curtain jerks. You're welcome, Randy. Thanks, <laughs> Jesus. Curtain jerks. You're welcome. Welcome, everyone, to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. You are wearing your beanie like an elf. Yeah, it's a little high on the head today. It's a lot high on the head, and it's pushing down one ear. Yeah, that's my dog ear, so I remember what page I'm on. (laughs) And you know what page that is, Scott? What page is that, Steve? The same page, because we're a comedy wrestling podcast based on wrestling and comedy. (laughs) Based on Uh, wrestling. uh, Centered around Los Angeles. Neither of us live there. We're recording live from Cleveland today. Yeah. Oh, man. Look at the sadness. Yeah, and look at that iron. No, we're not in Cleveland today. We are in Los Angeles. At the Comedy, Comedy Podcast, Podcast Network, Network headquarters. In the penthouse. In the penthouse, of course, as always. Uh, there's the breakfast lounge across the way. There's the, the newly established guest breakfast lounge. Yes, I believe we've put up enough uh, warning tape in front of the breakfast lounge meant for us. And the laser grid, which is uh, 18 different laser pointers that I have. Nine on one side, nine on the other, forming a grid. Mm-hmm. So we should be good there, yeah. and if you go past it, you will get Resident evil the first movie with the, you know, you'll the lasers will go, you, have, you dodge as many as you want. Uh, yeah, you dodge the first one, and it's pretty cool. You dodge the second one, and it chops off the tip of your knife, and it's pretty cool. And yeah. then you're like, oh, this this is the next one. I'm going to get it. Yeah, and then it goes fully... Segmented. Just, yeah, segmented, yeah. and you're going to be cubed. Just totally cubed. Stay the fuck away from our bagels. Um... That was in Resident Evil 4 first, right? And then they put it in Resident Evil? Or did they do Resident Evil and then put it in Resident Evil 4? Uh, I think it was Resident Evil. The movie came before number 4, the video game. And then they did it in 4 way better. Almost. I mean, they were super fun. You got to play yeah. it in Resident Evil 4. Yeah. 
And the, then, they had those, the little, you had to jump through the quick time events. Quick time events, QTEs. Yes, the QTEs. So yeah, we're a comedy wrestling podcast. Steve, how is your week? Uh, so far, it's pretty. it's been pretty packed. I've what's been, what's been going on? Tell people the latest, because Steve's a, a working actor. He's going out there, he's auditioning, doing all that stuff. What's what's the latest? Well, I'm super. Like, there's I can't reveal too much right now. You've but got a lot of NDAs. I, I've been signing non dicks non dicks agreements, <laughs> non disclosure agreements. So there is something I am very excited about that is very appropriate. And when I can okay. talk about it. It's going to be great. And Scott is laughing at how much he's going to get to the, He's laughing at me for it. I'm, I'm so excited. Yeah. I don't know, because you've had a, a disclosure agreement to non. To, yeah, to non-agree about Yeah, it. which means if you don't disclose what happens, you get a lot of non. Yeah, it's too you much You get a non. lot of non-bread. Yeah, which is great unless you have a gluten allergy, and then you're like, what am I doing with all this non? Sell it. Well, obviously improvising. Sell it to those who yeah. can tolerate the gluten. But uh, I go on. I've been going on a lot of auditions, and I'm going to be in a few plays later in June. Oh, so there's a, a play. There's a sh- yeah. I'm sure you find that adorable after the a thousand you've been in. Uh, a thousand and a thousand. A thousand and a thousand. What play shall you be in? It's a short play series, and I play. I like. There's a guy talking to a woman. Magnum PI. Magnum PI. That's every episode is Magnum talking to a woman. Awesome. And yeah, they're just short plays. I'm excited about it because it keeps me busy. And I really like being on set. Like, so I've got to do some extra work for some indie films lately. Mm-hmm. And I really like that because I get to watch, you know, real actors. I There's this funny thing about performing where you always feel like you're pretending. And at any moment, someone's going to run up to you and grab you by your collar and be like, what are you doing here? You're you, just a big faker. You, Joe Pantoliano, can't be here. Step in. Yeah, exactly. Or, or you think you're going to get called out like... Like, you, Joey you, Pantoliano, hates you. Get out of here. Get out of here. What are you doing? Who are you trying to fool? Like, that's sort of the common feeling. But I like just being on set because it's you get to be a part of something. You get to watch people working, you know? Yeah, and you get to steal food. That I've been doing a lot lately. I took so many protein bars, and I keep them in my <laughs> gym bag. I'm doing pretty well for myself, Scott. Uh, the movies. The movies. The movies? Yeah, I just thought the – I just wanted to say the movies. Oh, okay. Well, as How I, about you, Scott? What I you went doing? to the Ren Fair. I went to the a Pleasure Renaissance Fair. That is like a crater in your desert landscape because I know that will affect you all week long. You can't stop talking about it. I've, I've never been. I have never been to the Renaissance Fair before, so I finally got to go. I went with some friends uh, for a birthday. Did and, you dress up? Uh, yep. I wore my uh, jeans oh. and my sneakers. Your denim trousers and your leather uh, moccasins. Yeah, th- that's what they kept saying to me. And then I also wore a, a T-shirt. Uh, ah, the uh, what, what was on it? Curtain jerks. Ah, the curtain jerks tunic. <laughs> yes, I wore the curtain jerks tunic. Uh, and what sort of weapon did you arm yourself with, sir? A cell phone. Ah, indeed. A mystical device that allows you to communicate with others. Yes, that's mystic plastic runes. That's that's what I brought in order to uh, capture images of myself with uh, others dressed up in their garb as well. Indeed, and sir. some fetching young lasses. Yeah, they dress up real nice, don't they? Yeah, they fucking do. But, uh, nah, I'm not gonna. How can I say this the most appropriately? A lot of today at the Renaissance Fair, like a lot of buxom wenches. I'd show you pictures on my phone right now, but then I fear I'd lose the counter. Oh, we also have a counter on every episode. That's a countdown. To when we, uh, when Scott and I have to scream at the end of every episode. So as soon as every episode ends, huh. when we say "Enjoy your wrestling, kids," 
it cuts off and then Scott and I scream at the top of our lungs. Uh, yep. It's a different timer every episode. That's why they're different lengths. Yeah. That's so it's, it's very important. Otherwise it'll turn out like the running man. Yeah. Our heads will explode because of those collars. Um, so oh, tell us more about the winches at the Renaissance fair. Well, the they didn't want to talk to me. They didn't. Yeah. Bucks and bitches. <laughs> um, what was super cool though, was the joust. Yeah. That's that shit's red. It was way red because I got to basically see professional wrestling at the Renaissance Fair. Yeah, fuck yeah. Because we, the, you sit in a section and you have your knight. They give you your knight that you're cheering for. So we had the black and white knight, which I refer to as the NWO knight. Nice. And he had these these uh, he's taking three over. scars across his face. Like, like they gave him makeup? Eye. Yeah. All right. He had a shaved head, so he had these scars from his eye to uh, like his ear. As though a lady went like, get off of me. And then scratched him in the face as he was about to rape her. Why couldn't it just be a fight instead of a sexual assault? Because uh, he was so cool. Oh, he's, he's a definite sexual assaulter? Uh, yeah. And uh, then there's the Spaniard Knight. Uh, it sounds like we're condoning sexual assault. No, 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 no. Make sure that she's okay with it before you assault her. Yeah, in a loving relationship, everybody's on the same page. Yeah. Um, Not that we're in a loving, but I love you. Um... Like, oh, you were just gonna let me sink with that. No, I was gonna say I like you as a friend. No, thanks, man. Um, so they they fought and it was gruesome. It was bloody. There was uh the the squires they well, ripped blood. out a, a girl's eye. What? Are you fucking serious? Yeah, I'm fucking serious. There was yeah, there's blood. There was stabbings. There was uh the the guy the master of ceremonies or whoever that looks exactly like Phil. That guy fucking ate it. It was awesome. Someone got and their there was eye all, ripped yeah, out. There was a fire whip. No. Yes. There was a, a whip and they set it on fire. And, and the, whip people? the NWO night was whipping it. Whipping it around. You're you're making this up. I am not fucking making this up at all. The Renaissance Fair in Los Angeles is way different Irwindale, than the Renaissance Fair. Irwindale, sir. Irwindale. <laughs> the Renaissance Fair in the Bay Area was completely different. There was yeah, because everybody's fight. sitting around smoking a doob. No, 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 no. It was hot. It's always way too fucking hot. You just described a fucking action film. Yeah, but it was pro wrestling because you're cheering and booing, and then they're playing in the crowd, and then uh, killing the young squire lasses, and then uh, when they actually did the joust part before, um, they're going around the ring and they're getting on their lances and swords, depending on which event they're doing. They were scooping up these rings that were yeah. uh, hanging or being tossed to them by the young squire boys. There's the squire boys, and there's like the the young lady apprentices. Of sorts, lady apprentices. Yeah. The, uh, so the squire boys, when our knight didn't get one of the rings and he lost because he had fewer rings in that competition, he then threatened the boy. He turns to him, points at him, and does the slitting of his throat with his thumb. This sounds awesome. And the kid goes like, Ooh, like he gets all uh, scared oh, and nervous. Terrible accent. And, and then yeah, it was, it was so fucking rad. The rest of it, eh. Yeah, it's, I feel it's like the very rest strange. It, the rest of it is walking around in unbearable heat. Yes, where people with weird costumes. Yes, and then with strange tchotchkes for sale that are way too expensive. And that I'd love if to you buy don't a want, sword if you don't for want them, like if you if you don't want them, if they if you're not into it, then you're not gonna want them, and you're not into it. Yeah, but if you do want a fucking sweet ass axe and yeah, a, from then a that's, tent, that stuff's great. Like the food is really cool because there's a lot of crazy food to get. There's pork chops on a stick. There was um. Do they have the turkey uh, legs? Oh, I had a turkey leg. Uh, those look good. It was really good. Yeah. Um, 
So the food is really good. And then also it's like it's always fifteen dollar beer day, right? Uh, well, I guess probably I didn't. I don't drink. I know, but it's, it's the good Pepsis enough. were five bucks. I tell you what, how big were they? Uh, not that big. I'll, I should say so. I wanted it out of a horn, but I figured <laughs> they'd laugh set at it me. Down? Well, you can't <laughs> into the ground <laughs> at an angle. <laughs> well, the but the strange thing was is um I kept hearing someone yell at me from afar while I was there, and I'm like, oh no, someone knows me here, and I know we're pretty famous and everything. Like everywhere we go, we get mobbed, but. Um, a former guest of the show was at the oh, Ren Oh, come on, Scott. Yeah, a former guest of the show was at the Ren Fair. There's been so many. Well, he's not someone that we tend to look forward to that shows up on the show. Uh, Scott, and he's he's here now. Yeah, there's someone lurking in the doorway. I think he has to be invited in. Hark at ye, gentle squires! Scott, John Laurinaitis Good is here. Good morrow, sirs. John Laurinaitis, thank you for joining us. You seem to be wearing a emerald green. What is that? There's the ruffles on the arms. Ah, noticing my cloth that I wear upon my torsite. Uh, your torsite? My torsite above my leggeth. You mean your torsos? Ah, look at you in your garb of black. Ah, with the, uh, thy sleeves cut to an uh, elbow length, I I do declare. Uh, John Laurinaitis, it sounds like you had quite a time at the Renaissance Fair. Are you still in ah, that the Renaissance? Ah, the Laurenaissance Fair. Renaissance is what it's commonly referred to as. Well, did you? apparently you saw Scott there. You wanted to get in touch with him. Are you... Like, what was the message? Well, what I come to find is that that work was only temporary. It's over now. Oh, you were working at the Renaissance Fair. That's why we haven't seen you on television. Well, so being a king as I was, I am bow to me. Wait a minute. Were you a king at the, at the Renaissance bow. Fair? Bow. Bow. Uh, Mr. Laurinaitis, I'm noticing bow, right now. Bow, slave. You, you, uh, Laurinaitis, I'm noticing right now you have bruises along your neck. And along your wrist. Don't get turned on. Were you in do the not, stockades do at not, the Renaissance Fair? I've heard of your fetishes. Do not pop thine flesh. A, a woody? A tent? A, a pop tent? A flesh cannonball that shall shoot upon me. It's most unquenchable drink. Well, first of all, I think it would be popping a flesh cannon that would then protrude a ball upon you that would give you a wonderful drink. Second of all, I think it looks like you were working at the Renaissance Fair. Were you working as a king or were you working as one of the prisoners in the stockades? I, I, well, at one time in my character backstory, I was a king. Uh, but uh, things have gone awry. I had a twin. A twin who he, he took my kingdom and I was placed in an iron mask. Mr. Laurinaitis, you keep rolling a die on the table as you're to decide what you're going to say. That's like a 40-sided die. Hold on, let's see here. There we are. I've struck you! What? I have struck you. Why you have you... taken eight points of damage. Well, I'm going to roll some defense, but I thought we were talking about the Renaissance Fair. What is, I got a three. What does that mean? Oh, uh, my foot has fallen off. What? Do you just have an elaborate system for 40 different answers? All right, let's see what we have here. Oh, dastardly, I am now but a lass. You've turned into a child? I've turned into a child. 
Oh, where? Where's my mommy? Oh, wait a minute. You've also... What are these pieces of graph paper? Oh, this is a pretty intricate dungeon you designed. Yeah, see? Oh, we'll, we'll go through here and walk. A oh. dragon! A dragon, I see! Oh, well, what do I roll? What do I roll? I'll roll... Uh, oh, I got a 29. Oh. Oh, you've gotten all this treasure. Can I have the, the ring of holding? What? The, I, I got a treasure? You've got a treasure. And there's the ring of holding? There's the ring of holding. Can I have the ring of holding? It's a squared ring in which it holds me in it and I can never be fired. Uh, I went back into wrestling. Uh, Mr. Laurinaitis, I don't, I don't know if I can help My you. album isn't doing well. I can't keep up this British accent so good. Uh, Mr. Laurinaitis, you're talking about your singing the Superstar's entrance themes? I'm, I'm currently singing, yes, much of uh, my, my album's available through your website, of course. I'm sure you've been heavily advertising it through ComedyPodcastNetwork.com. And, and, of course, on uh, Facebook, on uh, Facebook.com slash CurtJerks. I'm sure you guys have been tweeting my album for sale. I haven't been getting any purchases. This has been very rough on me financially, not being a part of the WWE. I, I, I really need a handout here. Yeah, you need a handout? I really need some money. Well, Mr. Lornitis, I'm sorry, we don't do handouts. Squire, could I have some change? Squire, may you fence me some pence? That's the water cooler. I need pence fence. No, oh. I... Fence me some pence with your old dense lens. Mr. Lornitis, here, why don't you take your graph paper, put it in the manila folder you All had. Right. Keep, don't keep those, because you should come by. We'll play sometime. All right, okay. But I can't... We can't give you any money. And you know what? I'm sure you'll be back on TV before you know it. Just really... You know what? Maybe you're the raw anonymous general manager. Uh, oh. Yeah. Is that still going? No. Oh. In fact, I think Brock Lesnar killed that raw general manager when he was in Triple H's office. Oh, very well. Bubba booey, bubba booey, bubba booey, bubba booey, bubba booey. Mr. Laurinaitis. Bubba booey, bubba booey. Get out of here. God, Scott. The Renaissance Fair sounds awesome, but I don't know how you would have... I wouldn't have stopped for Mr. Laurinaitis either. I didn't want to. He... He tackled me. Uh, next time you should hop in here. We almost played a little bit of the old hero quest. What? Yeah, I, Laurinaitis and I played like a quick game of Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, okay. I... Well, tabletop. Copyright. <laughs> Circa 1992. So a lot's gone on this week. Shadowrun. Vampire of the Masquerade. We had Extreme uh, Rules that happened. Driftwood. Extreme Rules. Chris. We gave our predictions, and we alluded to something that um, I talk to you about while making the video it, it's the it's the first sort of discovery of it the Miz smile yeah we sort of you had brought it up and then we talked about it sort of at length during a prediction video which we realized when we do our videos they're not just singular videos they sort of cover anything that happens in all of time yes um and we talked about the Miz smile which is something I've been wanting to talk about on the podcast for a little bit um but I didn't know necessarily how to bring it up and stuff but the one of the things that irks me about the Miz is that he cannot be a genuine good guy because he cannot give you a genuine smile like he enjoys life. He can give you the asshole smirk, like he can give you the I'm a bastard like, I just killed your parents smile. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He can cover all those really well. He's got I farted in this elevator and everybody doesn't have lips. Yes. He's and got they have all to those down. It. Yeah. If they don't have lips, their mouths are always open. But I'm happy to be here with you, my fan. No. I have some photos here, some of which I'll post on our on our uh, Facebook page because I don't know how oh cool it God. is to submit uh, photos with other people that haven't given you permission to put on there. Well, there's this kid with the Miz right now, and it looks like it's in a residential neighborhood. And Yes, kid- this is from one of our Twitter followers. If you're listening to the podcast, I had seen your profile pic, which is this. 
and I saw other photos on on your Twitter, and this is where I started to pull it from because it's like the Miz looks so unhappy. Can we say which Twitter follower it is? I, I'd rather not. Okay. Well, I'll say this to our Twitter follower: you look like you're very happy yes. with your picture. Thrilled. Now, this is not a slight on you. This is a slight on the Miz. Yes, exactly. He looks like he's unhappy. Like he looks like he's trying. Like he's got an ocean of of either like WWE promotion machine working in his head, uh. or it's just like. I think I just sat on a B. Yeah, like, oh, another fan that thinks I'm great. <laughs> it is very... Uh, Here's the next one. It's Here's very blue blood. It's Again, not genuine. Like, not a genuine... It's so phony. It's such a fake smile. Like, like he had to the car- neighborhood kid has come over now. Like, whoa, the Miz is over at your house. Awesome. Yeah, it looks like he had to carve his smile out of his face with a butter knife. <laughs> yeah. Here's another one. Look at this guy. Like he, this guy's clearly some coach. That is an playing, overcast day. That's you know what the, they're playing the Miz, golf. It's like a charity golf thing. The Miz smiles like the sun is always in his eyes, and in both these pictures, it's overcast. Yes, and and a, a feeling of I'd rather not be here. Yeah. Look at this one. That is him smiling. Look at that. Oh, well, you know what? Now I feel bad that we're just sort of picking him apart because of how he smiles. But maybe- no, this is why he de- like this is why people can't identify with him as a good guy. Because look at this, a genuine. This is why people love John Cena. Like why children can love John Cena because he smiles, and you you understand that you connect with it. You know, look at this. You know what it is? It's uh, it's like Fire Marshal Bill. It is Fire Marshal Bill. It's if your teeth are ever dry, and your lips can't go down over them. That's how he smiles. Look at that. Look at this was a promo pick. The promo pick for Extreme Rules pre-show. We should show the hell out of that. Oh, we'll show this one. Yeah, this one. This is terrible. Cody Rhodes' smile looks way better than the Miz, and he's not even smiling. In fact, he's grimacing. Yeah, it's it's truly astonishing. So if you check out our Extreme Rules predictions on youtube.com slash curtain jerks podcast, you'll see us doing the Miz smile. So hashtag Miz Smile. If you have a fan photo with you and the Miz. And you, uh, you've it, experienced yeah. this Miz smile, send it to us. We'll post it. We'll tweet it. We'll, we'll make a dedicated Facebook uh, album to it. We'll post it on there. And if you have your own Miz smile that you want to imitate, either make a video of it or send a pic of it, please do. Send us your Miz smile. You'll see ours on there. Now, if you don't know how to do a Miz smile, Scott and I will really quick, we'll just give you a couple different things to think of yeah. to do to do your own Miz smile at home. This is, this is, hey, guys, this is premium Steve Sears acting school technique. This is, is good stuff right to here. think of. I'll go first, then you, Scott. Okay. Right, we'll just go back and right. forth. Um, a horse that has bitten off a human's tongue. <laughs> Man, oof. That's first, huh? Yeah. Okay. Um, mm, boy. Well, you, you, you want me to go again? Yeah, okay. I guess so. You, uh, you in the director's cut of Terminator 2, when the Terminator is told, this is how you smile, he sees this person and he scans their mouth, and then he tries to smile, and he just shows all of his teeth. Sort of like this. If you listen to this sound the way I'm talking, that's how the Miz smiles. Okay. Go back to when you were a virgin, and... When you were talking to a girl and you, you popped a little chub. But imagine you also were trying to compliment her, yet you shit your pants at the same time. That's the face you'd be making? That's a Miz smile. Yeah, now then use your mouth to make a, some sort of... <laughs> I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be holding in or keeping out. Um, uh, you have peas. Like you wedged as many uncooked peas in your bottom lip as possible, but someone says, open your mouth, and you're like, I don't want to, and then they pry your top lip up. Uh, 
imagine the you've been pulled over by cops and um you are wanted for murder and they're telling you to get out of the car you know you haven't done it and they've drawn your guns on you and you give them a smile to send them on their way and thinking it's, but that, it's too late <laughs> yeah thinking that it'll work it's just like i i, I think we're good huh we're good are we good uh, a little boy who found his grandpa's dentures and then to uh, to show off to his friends, he put them on upside down. You have this way better than I do. This is why I don't have the Steve Sears acting school. Like, mine are terrible. So that's how you do your Miz smile. So remember those things if you want to do a Miz smile or if you never want to sleep again. Remember any of those things. <laughs> yeah. Imagine Freddy Krueger taking a high school photo. Uh, this is sort of strange. Completely off topic. Uh, I fell asleep the other night. And my girlfriend woke me up because she said I was quietly saying, help me, help me, help me, help me. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I just remember that right now when you said to Freddy Krueger. <laughs> I had a dream I was going into this house, and I was going up this spiral staircase, and I was approaching the front door, and I knew as soon as I got inside this front door, my mind was going to be erased. Like, everything I knew was going to end, and I didn't want to go inside. Oh, your extensive something. wrestling knowledge? Uh, yeah, all of my extensive – what was that word? <laughs> What was that word you just said? Extensive? No, no, no. You said extensive something knowledge. What Wrestling. was that word? Yeah. Yeah, from 1998 to mid-2000? Yeah, what is that? What is this wrestling? Oh, no. Oh, I'm helping. no. I'm helping. I'm, I'm helping. helping. I'm helping. That's what I would have done. If, if I had been... Uh, if, if you had been in bed with me? Yes, if I had been in bed with you, uh, if you... Hey, first off, if you fucking invited me into your bed with you <laughs> for a change... Uh, Whoa! There's what? a spider ho hanging oh, over your head. Oh, my God! There is a spider hanging over your head. It's like my dream, but that didn't happen in my dream. Wow. There, Yeah, there's a spider just dangling above your head. Maybe this it's because you're wearing your beanie so high. I think this is a good time to tell everybody we do this podcast on mushrooms. <laughs> oh, my God. This is a bizarre day. This is really. You're just going to watch them? Oh, are we in the middle of something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess not. Oh, you took him. You took him off of his web, and you've put him on, yeah, on the recording computer. So now he'll just go into the hard drive and zap himself. I think you mean he'll digitize his essence. Man, think if Peter Parker had just spotted the spider and been like, "Oh, let's move you out of the way, Mister." <laughs> and then it would have bit Gwen Stacy. Ah, and then Peter Parker would have died. Mm -hmm. Spoiler. Snap. So does she die in the Amazing Spider-Man? Spoiler alert. Oh, I don't know. In the movie? The new one. The Andrew Garfield, watch Mark Webber one. I don't care. They're shooting the new one with Jamie Foxx and... Paul Giamatti. Yeah, Paul Giamatti's painting the rhino. I know. I saw the first leaked photograph. He looks angry. He does. He looks pretty... I love how grotesque Paul Giamatti can make himself look. <laughs> He's great. By not showering that day? Or no, just like by snarling. He be he can become a beast. He can, he can go from Harvey Pekar to... A super Spider-Man villain. Just I'm like waiting that. for the Paul Heyman story played by Paul Giamatti. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. I think it's time for jerk tweets. Ever we go to twitter.com slash curtain jerks and send us your hashtag jerk tweets. This week we have an overabundance and we'll get to a lot of you guys in the in the coming weeks. But thank you so much for sending them. So uh, the ones we're going to get to today. Anil Sanger. Happy birthday, by the way. Happy belated birthday from me. Happy birthday Steve and was the still rest of Curtain Jerks. Is there a spider? You no, know, it seemed like you are just still looking at the spider rather than wishing our listener happy birthday. Happy birthday. So there you go. Happy birthday, um, Scott. 
Anil, wait, happy birthday, Anil. Yeah, <laughs> Anil says, "Can you please give my uh, give me a special news bulletin on the show about what has happened in wrestling for the past three months?" Well, now I, you know, I could, I could go on and on, but I feel like I'll be editorializing too much. Like I'll, I'll be giving too much of an opinion. And I could, but we'd all know that'd be a fucking sham because they don't know anything about wrestling. Yeah, you know that Kofi Kingston is around. Yeah, he's a cool guy. <laughs> So, it sort of looks like he's wearing blue cow trunks now. Have you seen those? Yeah, that does look super bizarre. It's like ali- he's wearing alien cow trunks. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. But- Man, this is such a catty fucking podcast. Like, <laughs> oh, I don't like the Miz's smile. I don't like Kofi Kingston's trunks. Well, he's gonna have that new diva show, so I figured we'd get in a bitch, a new bit, diva show, bit of that bitchiness. He's on a diva show? No, not him. The divas. Oh, the Bellas. The divas are getting no the life outside the, the ring? divas. What aren't the, don't the Bellas have a show on E? On e? Yeah, it's going to be di- a diva show. Yeah, but it's going to be about the, it's going to be about just the Bellas. Well, cuz they're the most normal human looking ones, yeah. Uh yeah. Cuz they'll bring on Natalia and, and other women will be like, "The fuck is that?" Yeah, there happens to be a woman who can eat all of us here. <laughs> and that's not a fat joke. It's just she looks like she could hold me down and eat my throat. It's okay, everyone. Just take a look at her father. Jesus Christ. Um, so I thought we should have, this is the one time I'm going to go on this, that we should have our correspondent, Jeff Hardy, give a report on the last three months in wrestling. Scott, I don't know why you're so resistant to talking to him because especially he's got a lot of good scoops. I know he's got a lot of good scoops for what is in his strange little world, but that's not always the story that we're going after. We give him an assignment and then he gives us something else that we didn't ask for. But I told him to go to the store and get me some milk because I'm making a cake. And he comes back with chips. Yeah, he wanted to watch you eat that cake. Yeah, but, but we but can't he make wanted you to make now. it. For, yeah, fair enough. He's like the Hunter Thompson of, of wrestling journalism. He is. So I, I've invited him here. And uh, I, I know he's he's still, you know, a bit of trouble after Bully Ray has, has, has hurt him a little bit from, from the ball peen hammer to the head. So uh, hopefully we can get Jeff Hardy in here. And, uh, oh, he's, he's walking in now. Oh, man, I just stubbed my toe. Well, Jeff Hardy, everybody. Jeff Hardy's here to uh, fill in a Neil Sanger on the past three months in wrestling. What has happened for our, our uh, birthday listener? Yeah, let me break it down for you, Scott and I, Steve Sears. Uh, if you think about the majority of wrestling in the last three months, um... uh, Jeff, are you, are you thinking? Is this a contemplative thought? Oh, Jesus, he's sleeping. Jeff, 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 Jeff. Uh, Three months of wrestling. Yes, please fill us in on the past. Yeah, (laughs) what? Please fill us in on the past three months of wrestling. Yeah, I I thought I was was just checking my brain on Wikipedia to make sure I knew what was going on with the last... What, you want just Raw? You want Sunday Night Heat? You want uh, Thunder? What do you you want me to summarize? Sunday Night Heat and Thunder aren't around anymore, Jeff. Sure, fair enough. Uh, you want uh, that Saturday morning one? How about how about some uh, how about some Impact Wrestling? Oh. Give, give us a quick rundown Ooh. of what happened on Impact. Uh, Impact Wrestling. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I was I've been sort of slinking around backstage, trying to get the another ball peen hammer to the head. So uh, if you think about it, 
Jesus Christ, he fell asleep again. My eyes are still open. <laughs> then why are you making sleeping sounds with your mouth? My sleeping sounds are my thinking sounds. All right, uh, well. And my sleeping sounds are my thinking sounds. <laughs> That's what you already said. No, no, no. Because when I fall asleep, I sound like this. Hmm. <laughs> but mm. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Mm. Jeff, oh, Jeff. Oh, huh. You were making your thinking sounds, so that meant you were asleep. Oh, thanks. Uh, that needed an explanation. Uh, well, we got a Rob Van Dam got attacked by a bis with that two by four with a bunch of nails on it. That was years ago. Yeah, and he got real blooded up, real bad. That was pretty bad. That was years ago. Oh man, and Bully Ray and Hulk Hogan are friends now. <laughs> nope. Yeah, no. and uh, well, at one point in the three months, yes, but no, not anymore. No, no, they're, no, they're tag teaming. Uh, Bully Ray <laughs> nope. was dressed up like Sting from the '80s. Pretty cool. And Neil, I apologize. This is not what's happening uh, at Brooke all. Brooke Hogan just got recently named head of the Divas division. Nope. For, uh, for ROH. <laughs> no, she's with, and, uh, she's with the Knockouts. She's the head of the Knockouts in TNA. She's not in ROH. Man, those ladies in that TNA are pretty attractive. They Good are wrestlers too. I, I agree. There we go. There's a bit of information right there. Give us some ROH rundown. Uh, let's see. Nexus invaded. <laughs> nope. All right. Uh, I knew those. Homicide be came out and he killed a big fat guy dressed as a bus driver. Uh, <laughs> no. All right. Uh, let's let's try um, let's try uh, Chikara Pro. Chikara Pro. Uh, Gangrel just wrestled for them. In the last in this last. Is that right? Did he win his match? I just knew that he rested. Okay, all right. What else in Shikara Pro has, has happened as of late? Uh, it's in Illinois. <laughs> really? Um, it's such a Japanese-sounding name is in Illinois? Chicago. Chikaro. Is oh. it back? <laughs> Shit, man. Why'd you tell me there's spiders in here? <laughs> I, I didn't want to freak you out, Jeff. No, I, I got a serious problem with spiders because sometimes I'm afraid they're underneath my skin and I'm made out of them. Jeff, it's, it's no concern. That's not a high thing. That's a journalist thing. Jeff, if you could fill us in on WWE the past three months, then, then you know, we'll... No, well, there's this new guy called Ryback who's unbeatable. A lot of people say he's like Goldberg, but it's like, what is what are they going to call Goldberg when Goldberg call, comes back? Ryback? <laughs> no. Jeff, that was that was before that, and he's lost since, and there, something a little bit more recent. All right, well, I'm three months sober. Ooh, I got really fucking uncomfortable right now. Did that make you uncomfortable? <laughs> it made me uncomfortable. Well, a lot of people don't like hearing realness like that. So, man, that's what's that's what's up with these last three months. You're wait. You're not three months sober because you've been taking medication since the beating you took from Bully Ray. You said recently that you're on um. Uh, uh, Nora Ephron and Russell Crowe. You ah, to- oh, man, you're good, Scott. Oh, all right. You're good. Okay. What do you want now? What, right now? Yeah. No, I'm high on life. Okay. That's See? an acronym for lithium-infused feral ethernaut. <laughs> See, uh, it's a new stuff. You can only get it in Thailand. They What they do is they harvest it out of tumors <laughs> off the backs of rats, and it's this crystallized methamphetamine that forms underneath the skin. <laughs> well... There you go, Neil Sanger. I think you got a full rundown of wrestling from our correspondent here at Curtain Jerks, Jeff Hardy. Uh, can't wait to see uh, CM Punk come back at Payback. I think that's going to be real cool. All right, a prediction from Jeff Hardy. There you go. I thought you used to be mad at him because he uh, said you were such a burnout druggie. Hmm. <laughs> God. God. All right, hmm. I'm just going to push the wheelie chair right out of the, here, the room. There we go. Well, thanks a lot, Scott. Now I have to sit on this stool. Well, yeah. Then we should buy a third chair for when we have guests. That's a smart idea. Yeah, thanks. I mean, the shame stool doesn't seem so cool. 
Why did we ever buy that? I don't know. Jay Westwood says, uh, Jay Westwood 86 says, what's your favorite gimmick style match? Who would you book in one? Hashtag fuck you, Scott. I don't care for this tweet at all. <laughs> I don't like this tweet whatsoever. Oh, Hashtag man. love you, Steve. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't care for this. Hashtag only kidding, Scott. Love you too. Oh, wow. What a story. What a, that match had some back and forth to it. That match being a tweet, me confirming that a tweet is just as big as a match. It, it can be. It can be. That you was, use those I, 140 I, characters right. That was epic. It can be. You got to play to the crowd. I got so mad. Well, yeah, I know. You, I'm glad you came back to us. What is your favorite gimmick style match, Steve? Besides insulting the hosts and then getting them back together? Yes. Um, Cage. Last man standing. I quit. Hell in a cell. We sort of talk about this. I, I go back to a lot of similar things that I find very cool. One fall. Oh, that's good stuff. I like... Disqualifications the, allowed. Uh, the 30-minute Iron Man submission match between Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit at WrestleMania. Uh-huh. Was that no, right? That wasn't no, WrestleMania. No, it was, uh, I think it was Backlash. That was rad. That was super cool. So the, is that... I understand that that's a match... That's one Is of that my your favorite, favorite. That's one of my favorite gimmick style matches because it's not just gimmick. Like you can't just say I love cage matches because then you could get a cage match you don't want to see. I think does it fit the storyline? Does it sort well, of? Well, you could get a thirty-minute submission match you don't want to see. Yeah, Zack Ryder and um, Hornswoggle. Jeez, Louise. How how long was Horns- JTG and Michael Cole? Who was Hornswoggle in the ring longer? Than in that John Cena Hornswoggle forty man Royal Rumble. Do you remember that? Yeah. Hornswoggle. He Hornswoggle was in the ring longer than a superstar. Yeah. He's that motherfucker's fierce. He can move. Yeah. He can bite and growl and snarl and, and snip and snatch. And yeah, he's a badass motherfucker. Yeah, I guess I suppose he is. So you, so your match is a thirty minute submission match. That's your. Well, I feel so like who you put in this match now. I past, present, don't matter. Well, I, I live like, or dead, don't matter. I have Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle sort of the top right oh, now. Oh, jeez, all but right. I, well, at this point, uh, you tell me. Daniel Bryan, I think, is sort of my go-to submission guy. I think yes. he's awesome right Steve, now. Steve, Daniel Bryan is your go-to submission guy. Tell me more. Uh, who Who's the submission guy who'd go up against that? I can't pick both because then I wouldn't be excited. I, then oh, I'd just be okay, booking that's, something. that's fair. Okay. I need, I need, I need, need an to opponent. be – Yeah, you, you want – when someone comes out and challenges somebody, you want to be excited by who that person is. You, you don't ready? want to know who it is. You ready? Yeah. Austin Aries. Awesome. I'd love to see Daniel Bryan Austin Aries in a 30-minute submission match. You know what? They probably had him. Yeah, they probably just never fucking watched him. Yeah. It's probably an ROH somewhere. You know what I go? What? I go first blood. All right. Partially because I'm always like a live wrestling show on TV – where I always think there's going to be some kind of fuck up where someone's going to get cut when they weren't supposed to get cut because they're teasing it and either hitting, you know, cage or getting hit by a chair, something all the time where there'll be blood and it's not supposed to be the guy. So they'll have to go like, that's not bloody enough. Second blood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that element's always really fun. Um, and you see someone bleed, which I think is always cool. Uh, one of my favorite gimmick matches now that I think about it, you mentioned it, uh, Uncensored 93, Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. Oh, I think it's 90, 
I think it's later than that. I think yeah. it's like 98. That that match, have you seen that once? Because I saw that way later, and that match makes no sense. It's a weird one. Like, they like they, they welded the cage it shot. It is a first blood, and then they one of them bleeds right away, and they keep going. Yeah, and then David Flair comes down with Stacey Keebler, and he's telling his dad to lose, and it's he hands it's a, a pipe train to wreck. It's a total train wreck. But I, I think it's 98. I think you're right. I think it's 98. Uh, it's also got a pretty cool setup where it's uh, Billy Kidman versus Juventud Guerrero and then Eddie Guerrero. Uh-huh. And that was awesome because that was when Billy Kidman was opening every fucking pay-per-view for a year right. straight. Um, there was some cool – and then Jericho and Perry Saturn in a dog collar match, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. I that have, was a I have gimmick, that videotape somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that was a gimmick pay-per-view. But I love that main event because it was such a weird clusterfuck and it was a, like the best kind of Italian soap opera. Like, just soaring heights of sadness and misery and sweet, sweet action. So we need a first blood match here. So I got to pick an opponent. Okay, and I'll pick that I opponent. feel is fierce and could just just get the blood out of some guy because he's such a vicious warrior. Okay. Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe looks like he could make anybody bleed. Yeah. All right. Even Christy Hemi. Jeez, wow. Would he do that? I think so. If if the title was on the line. Yeah, I'm sure you would for, for first blood. Yeah. So I'll, maybe... Christy Hemi is sort of the runner-up. We'll just put that image in everybody's mind. Okay. And then um, I think a Devon Dudley. A Devon Dudley? Yeah, not even – not. That's De- not a challenge. Look at that forehead of his. Yeah. He's ready to go at any second. No, that's, that's scar tissue, man. That stuff doesn't open up anymore. <laughs> I, I think you uh, – I think you're incorrect about that. You think he'd just go in any second? Yeah. You all, scar so, tissue's weak. So you want it to be a match. You don't want it to be a blood squash. Not not a flick to the head and... Oh, God! Um, oh, uh, Tito Ortiz looks like he's got that big melon. He's Tito not gonna Ortiz? Come on. <laughs> that's nothing but the skull. The retired MMA fighter. But Scott, that's nothing but skull. The special enforcer referee at Hard Justice that that's knocked right. out Jeff Jarrett. That's right. All right. Interesting pull. <laughs> Um, that's when uh, when Heyman was talking about the next Paul Heyman guy and he was introducing his next client. Oh, we're getting there. Uh, I thought he was going to introduce some MMA guy no one had ever well, heard of. Well, here you go. The real LRG says, who would be your new Paul Heyman guy as uh, as well as or instead of Curtin's jerk axle? Kurt ends jerk axle. Ah, I like axle. Curtis and Kurt and Curtin. See? Um. Who was the uh, MMA guy that was sort of flirting with TNA for a little bit there? Um, do you remember King that? King Mo? Was it King Mo? Yeah. Apparently, he's still signed, I guess. Uh, I, but if he doesn't have to show up, he just gets a paycheck. Yeah. Because he's still an MMA fighter. Um, Batista, I think, would be a great Paul Heyman guy. Um, I think... Was there anybody in your head that came out beforehand that you're like, oh, I think it'll be this guy? Like a prediction you know rather than a want. I was all like my prediction. I was all, I was preparing myself to be disappointed because I was like, "There's they're just gonna show me somebody from the locker room that I already know," and they sort of did that. But I kind of liked that intro that Heyman did, which was sort of like, "Oh, by the way, guys, here's his family history," which mm-hmm. I told you I thought was very like they're building him up like he's this total face. Like if it hadn't been Paul Heyman describing right. it. It's like, wow, this guy's got a legacy. He's worked hard. Here he is. You love his family. Yeah. And now, please accept him into your hearts and living room. And he hasn't trimmed his hair or shaved his beard in all the time that you've known him. Kurt is Axel. And then Triple H comes out like this super badass who's like, I'm going to beat up your friend. I'm going to beat up you. And then I'm going to beat your friend up again. (laughs) 
It's like, welcome to the dance. Yeah. (laughs) What a jerk. So that was sort of weird. But uh, I was hoping it was an MMA guy. I wanted a new face. I wanted somebody I'd never seen before. And I I guess we were very lucky we've kind of got that with The Shield. But you see pieces of them in NXT. I don't know. I just, I like when someone tells me this is a new era, I want it to be a new era. Um, as far as an epic storyline that I like a split second that ran through my head and I go, Oh no, that's just way too big for everything that's going on right now. Um, I wanted it to be Shane McMahon with that intro set up, like set your DVRs. This is the moment. Like, here's my new guy. And it's like, that doesn't really work. And that's such a weird, like we're feuding again. So that like ran through my head, but the guy I really legitimately wanted it to be was Doug Basham. Really? Oh, that's because you're a huge Doug Basham. Fan. I am. I am. To listeners out there that are probably going like, are you fucking serious Ed right from now? the Basham brothers? Yeah. He didn't even look like his brother. <laughs> he kind of looked like his brother. I am a huge Doug Basham fan. Like, I, from the second I saw him at a, uh, in a dark match at a, at the Raw in Vegas where Stephanie went, I'm pregnant. Like, I, that guy moves so uniquely. Like, I, I loved everything he did when he was in the cabinet for JBL, unfortunately. Uh, like, he was reacting to everything. Like he always made every moment worth it. Like I love the way the guy moved in the ring. He's an awesome wrestler. I met him once at a, at an airport and just a cool guy. And I really thought like, good, this guy needs a break. He needs it now. He's a little bit older. He's seasoned. You've seen him before. He was in ECW as, um, one of Heyman's masked goons bash him. <laughs> uh, when they had the riot gear, like yeah. it was the Basham brothers in the riot gear. Um, and I thought like, oh yeah, pay that shit off. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but you know what? I dig this whole Curtis Axel thing. They, they repackaged the music, which was awesome. I love that music. I want to buy it. They did give him a cool back. Like they explained who he was, which was very cool. Yeah. This defining rarity, a definite rarity, a definite rarity, refining the character, giving all this. I'll give him the total credit of being willing to look the fool by getting slapped and falling down. He didn't just take it. Like Heyman tells him to get up, get up and then go in the match, like in the main event. Um, they ran with him. They ran with the whole idea and the kudos putting him with a guy that needs a guy like Paul Heyman. So yeah. I'm all for it. I'm all about it. So the people that are upset, I don't, I don't understand who's upset. Internet. You just assume the internet's upset? Yeah, of course. Everybody's upset at everything all the time. Uh, Two things. Uh, If I could just butter your biscuit. Butter if, my biscuit. What if Christian had come out? I uh, My head wouldn't be attached to my shoulders. It would have just, ex- be, just went off like I a rocket. I would have punched my television. I think Christian... Like, Fuck you, TV! You're too good to me! <laughs> I think Christian would be a great Paul Heyman guy. Oh and God. also... Paul Heyman is so... Fuck you, Curtis Axel! <laughs> God, now I'm upset. But he can't. Like, he could still be a Paul Heyman guy because Paul Heyman is never seen in the same place with two of his clients at the same time. That's totally true. And that's that's cool. That's like uh, uh, Bobby Heenan, right? He would sort of show up with whoever he was... Uh, Pretty much, yeah. And that's cool. You can, you can be this tool and this sort of great sort of beneficiary sort of storytelling device for so many different guys. Like CM Punk... And Brock Lesnar at the same pay-per-view, and Paul Heyman comes out with both, you know? And you never, you, of course, we'd kill for that segment for CM Punk and Brock Lesnar to be, you know, having a thumb war, but inside of Paul Heyman, that'd just be weird. You know what's also super weird? What? An observation that I have made. It's not about me, is it? No, it's not about you. It is about Paul Heyman's faction. What is that? 
I mentioned this to you earlier a little bit. <laughs> I have a very strange idea that is going through my head. Uh, I currently call it the mean pork posse. Hit me with it. We now. I let me just let me just explain. This, let me pull back the curtain a little bit. Scott pitched this to me because we often talk about the show beforehand. Because we talk about the show. Because you can't avoid talking about wrestling before you talk about wrestling. Yeah. So it's we, like yeah. Well, yeah. We'll save it for the show. Holy shit! Did you see that thing with fucking Brock Lesnar? Nah, save it for the show. <laughs> uh, he brought this up, and I I didn't I honestly don't know what to do with it. But I want like this is sort of like let's just fucking talk about it and see what we can find because I think there is something here. I don't know what it is. I currently call it the Mean Pork Posse. It's Heyman's guys. It's it's Bobby Heenan's family, as it were, but it's Heyman's guys, right? Uh, that's what uh, Heenan would have called it, Bobby Heenan's family. Like it, it was, it was it. referred to as the Bobby Heenan family. Oh, like, cool. That's Very what he cool. called it, his, I, his stable of guys. Um, now, we had uh, – I, I, forgive me, I didn't pull the name at this moment, but uh, a, a listener at one point sent us a, uh, a YouTube video – of what Steve had requested, he wanted, um, y- you wanted I, I Brock Lesnar's theme. I requested Brock Lesnar's theme, but starting with a pig being slaughtered or, you know, being tickled <laughs> at the beginning. So Because that song always, to me, sounds like it starts, like I always thought there was a pig noise. And someone actually put that pig noise on before the Brock Lesnar theme. Yeah, a pig being slaughtered right before it. Oh, okay, um... <laughs> it was by YouTube user random uh, N3SS98. Uh, so that's it was made for us. Uh, this is what I'm thinking, all right? This is the mean pork posse. You've got CM Pork. Okay. You've best got, in the world. Yeah, best in the world. And you've got Pork Lesnar. Okay, the strongest in the world. And then you've got your new guy. Pork Hennig. Not bad. So you got the stable of guys. You got these you got this pork faction, right? Pork faction. You've pork got the, the mean there. Pork, the mean pork posse. The mean pork posse. Uh and the I mean wa- pork package. I really want to hear the original ECW theme. The one from I think it's two thousand one here. The original This is Extreme with Heyman talking in the beginning. And just pig noises galore. But in the, tune. Yes, in tune, like the do 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 You know, just fucking pig noises. Just uh, pigs, uh, pigs as instruments. Oink, pig oink, instruments. Oink. Yeah, just oinks in there, and then during the you know, the, you know, that's that's what I want to hear with a Titantron package of just all these guys. But in pig form. You started this. I did start this. And I don't know what to say, but I think we're on to something. I think we are on to something. I think we're on to something with Ms. Smile and this currently named meme pork posse with Heyman running it all. It's just an idea. I had to throw it out there. No, I'm glad it you did. The problem is I know the, the episode's going to end and I'm going to come up with something where I'll be like, Scott, I've got it. That's okay. Something pork related. We'll be here next week. All right. So it'll it'll be all right. Um, it's so stupid. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, and another guy uh, recently just got a new song too. Wade Barrett. It's a cool. Yeah, we were talking about this. It's a cool fucking song. You save our queen. Ba bum, ba bum. Got all those ba-bum. heartbeats and ba bum. 
That's super cool. All these guys are getting these cool repackaging and these new themes. And Barrett looks fucking awesome. <sighs> guys. Guys. Swagger. Guys. I didn't want you to yell at me. Yeah, so you just burst in here and interrupt the podcast? Yeah, I Why didn't, I didn't want face? you to yell at me. I didn't want you to get upset. Well, what the hell are you doing, man? I got a tape. I got a tape for you guys. What? I got a tape. You guys wanted the interviews, right? You guys wanted me to start interviewing guys for new positions in oh, the yeah, Comedy yeah. Podcast well, Network Where are we supposed to put a cassette tape? Scott, where are we supposed to put a cassette tape? He brought a cassette tape. Well, you just you play it on the show. You just loop it in. Yeah, let me just put that cassette tape in our digital data reader. Where? Hey, that's a good idea. Just put it right in there. I'll just put it in this biomimetic gel, which will just read whatever information's on it. Yeah, that's why I ordered a lot of it. Thank you. You're welcome. So I, I've, uh, I got uh, the blue gel is glowing. Well, yeah, that's what it's supposed to do in oh, order to read a cassette tape. Okay, all right. So uh, I, I've, I've sat down recently. With uh, to try and get a new PR person for the show because we gotta spread the word about this yeah, show. Yeah, absolutely. You got like you know my new America. You know you gotta get the word out. You gotta say like, hey, you know let's let's make this America happen. Let's let's lock up our borders. Oh, that's what that lock is for in that T-shirt. Yeah, lock up our borders. Oh, gotcha. Now I understand. Lock up our Dakotas. Well, I don't think the Dakotas are really an issue. Hey, everything's an issue. All right. Political issues. Okay. Well, should we take a listen? This is the this is one of the job interviews. You. I have conducted an interview with Abraham Washington, otherwise known as AW, about being a public relations guy. Oh, the former manager of Primetime Players. That is absolutely correct, Steve Scrotum. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so uh, I thought we'd play a tape of uh, my interview and see uh, maybe you can get your insight of whether or not I should make him a hire. All right. A.W., it's a pleasure to have you in the office here today. Hey, man, thanks a lot for having me. Yeah, well, you're the one uh, applying for the job, so let's take a look at your experience here. All right, see, it says here uh, you uh, used to host your own talk show on ECW. This is true. So uh, uh, tell me a little bit about this talk show. Well, I would, uh, you know, well, it's a talk show. I'd interview people, and uh, I'd just sort of talk about current events and matches that were coming up and sort of just, you know, Get the lowdown on the lowdown. So it's easy to say that you would you would get the press out on these superstars that you'd be talking. Oh, to. I'll get you press. I'll get you some serious press. I'm a man who gets press. All right. Like, listen, I'm just a man who sort of speaks my mind. All right. All right. All right. All right. So like, if you you really want to have a you want yeah, like you want to get some good press. Like those the, Boston bombings were a conspiracy, but they actually happened. A bunch of people died. You know what else? Yeah. What? Sugar free Gatorade for those marathon runners. Hey, I like that. I like that because sometimes people have diabetes that run and they shouldn't be having sugar. Thank you, baby. Thank you. Well, so so let me throw this out there. Since you seem like a man of the people, uh, this this podcast that these guys run, um, it needs to get this word spread out about there. Like, you know, people need to spread the word. People need to, like, send a message out. Like, cool slogans, you know? Like, uh, an easy slogan for people to remember about curtain jerks. All right. How about, how about this? Uh, how about uh, curtain jerks? If you complain about the government, the IRS is going to come after your ass. I don't really... All right, okay. Here, uh, how about... Uh, the here, correlation. I'm, I'm missing the correlation. All right, all right. Okay, oh, how about this one? All right, how about... Curtain jerks. If you're the part of the press, we're going to spy on you. All right, so you're... So, all right, no, I got another one. I got okay, another, all right, I got another, all right. I got another one. Uh, um, curtain jerks. Congress just voted to make sure that students have to pay more of a percentage to pay back their student loans. But get ready, 
We're gonna have a new episode of Game of Thrones on Sunday. Okay, so you had me up until that point, because it's like, it's super political, which I'm into, but then you go Game of Thrones, which is like... Baby, people love Game of Thrones just like they love curtain jerks, right? Well, well hopefully, but Game of Thrones has a bigger audience, and I feel like we're pushing people towards Game of Thrones when I like to push the Game of Thrones people to curtain jerks. Okay, alright, alright, I hear you, I hear you. Uh, how about this? How about this? How about an ad campaign for, for Game of Thrones to curtain jerks? For Game of Thrones, alright, Game of Thrones to curtain jerks, alright, yeah, yeah, yeah. Curtain jerks. There's so many shootings in the United States and all over the world, and we're not sure if we should call them terrorists or just mass murderers. Game of Thrones, Sundays, right before Veep. No, it's it. Okay, see, see you, 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 went, you went full circle on that one. We're looking for a, for a, for a 180. You go, you go, oh, you know what? I like, I like dragons. I like dragons. And then you go, oh, yeah, and comedy wrestling podcasts. You know, that easy segue. That's all right, right there. I got you. I got you. All right, I got you. Easy segue. Easy segue. This is a good one. Ready? Okay. Okay. Curtain jerks. There was a tornado in Oklahoma, but remember, people care all the time in Africa, but nobody fucking cares. Okay, let's try one uh, yeah, more. Yeah, I messed up when I said, I was trying to say dies, but I said kadaz. That's all right, that's all right. I didn't write that one down at all. Let's just try for one, because I know you're a controversial guy. You got fired from WWE. Let's go for one, just for the sake of it. Let's go for one that's super controversial. Okay, all right, uh... uh... Well, this one's a little lighthearted, but I'll see what I can do with it. Well, as long as there's a chuckle in the end, then no one's offended. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, okay, here we go. Curtain jerks. If you liked Iraq and Afghanistan, you'll love Syria and Pakistan. Thank you so much for coming in, A.W. We'll let you know. Thanks a lot. Hey, you mind if I take one of these mints? Uh, I was going to give it to this poor guy aside out front. This is almost guy. I was gonna give him a little candy. That's uh, that's okay. Give him some candy. Great. Then I was gonna pee on him. <laughs> that is a that's a hell of an interview. Jeez, Jack. What a that is a hell of a scoop. I guess. How many of these interview tapes do you have? I have over three hundred eighty-seven thousand. Well, I'm glad that we get to be selective with these, but. Uh, I understand that position still hasn't been filled, right? It's not been filled yet. I wanted to run this by you guys because he was our top candidate. Jeez, good up. Really? Yes. Well, the political stuff's interesting. I've interviewed every wrestler past well, and present. not really informed. But. And it turns out a lot of them were dead. So it's a lot of me just asking questions. So you asked that you interviewed a lot of dead wrestlers? Well, yeah. I just thought, hey, well, why we should try and get them. We should try and get them for the show. They're big names. All right. Fair enough. So, uh... Well, I don't know. I don't know if we should go with AW for a PR guy. I think we should hold off on a little bit. I'm sure we can find someone else who's got a Bluetooth in. Well, hopefully soon we can get a receptionist in here to take care of some of this uh, chaoticness. Yeah, if only we'd ever had a perceptionist. <laughs> a perceptionist? A perceptionist. Well, we'll get a receptionist. We'll get a we new one. We have plenty of perceptionists. It's called the internet. What? The perception. Oh, perception. I thought you went back to reception. What am I holding? <laughs> Jesus Christ. You've been playing with that dog's penis for the last 40 minutes. Well, it's soothing on the fingers. Um, that's weird. <laughs> I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Is it? All right. Well, there, there's... A perceptionist. A I think pers- anything that goes on the internet, people will perceive it and then come to their own terms about it. Steve, a perceptionist. Steve, you got to see the new Star Trek movie. I really want to. It's I, so good. I just saw the uh, the the new one, like the J.J. Abrams 2008 one, again the other night, and cool. it was fantastic. Oh, new. That's, like, the new, that's yeah. not the new one. The newest one, Star Trek Into Darkness, I'm really looking forward to. Oh, my God. Iron Man 3 was so good. Star Trek is so good. And then we can't figure out any other cool movies that are 
are coming out. So there's something the in Prague. here. The Prague. The Purge. The Purge. The Prague. The uh, Prague. Iceman. So that's out, man. I know. It's supposed to be good. I want to see it. After Earth. Oh, After Earth. Oh, Oblivion's out also? Yeah. What are the summer movies? Thor? Yeah. Superman? Oh, Man of Steel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so many good movies. A lot of good stuff. Yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be a good week. Are you? Are we going to see all these movies next week? Yeah, we're going to get bootlegs of all of them in, in Koreatown. You got it. All right, so uh, that wraps up another episode of Curtain Jerks. It has been a blast. Again, happy birthday, Neil Sanger. Happy birthday. Uh, I hope for your birthday you don't receive a Miz smile from the Miz, unless you really want it. But uh, we'd love to see all your Miz smiles, so please send them our way. Twitter, Facebook, and uh, email us at uh, <laughs> curtainjerks at gmail.com. I was giving out my personal email address. <laughs> yeah, wow. Um, <laughs> I really want to see those. <laughs> I'd really like to see those smiles. Um, so for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy wrestling, kids. Scott, what a great show today. One of the best. Always the best. Great bests. If you want to get interactive with Curtain Jerks, which I know you do, Steve. I, absolutely. That would be another great best thing to do. Go to Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks. Hey, that's a great place to see photos of you with wrestlers and interact with stupid. us. I look stupid. Hey, you look pretty classy. But yeah, get interactive with us. You can talk with us on there. We post matches, photos, videos, all kinds of stuff. Is there another way we can interact with our fans? We can. We can interact with all these jerks at Twitter. Twitter.com slash Curtain Jerks. What a great Twitter handle. We tweet all the time. We, we tweet at breakfast. Tweets. We do live tweets of shows, live tweets of live events. I should wake up for breakfast. Yeah, you should. You could tweet it. And of course, listening to Curtain Jerks is massively important listen to curtain jerks on comedy podcast network.com stitcher radio and itunes all free rate and review us on itunes makes oh, a big difference that's to us. huge yes yeah, huge fantastic. it makes us a global phenomenon Receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.